Episode one of The Gathering, a place where sisters meet. I'm your host and friend is friend, Dr. New. I recently saw an advertisement for an oxygen party. Y'all ever been to an oxygen party? Me neither. I did a little research and found out that oxygen bars make claims to relieve stress and improve your mood. On today's podcast, I want to serve you some oxygen. I want to serve it in hopes that you'll leave the gathering relieved with less stress and a little more energy. A few years ago, I wrote a piece called Space to Fit. Space to Fit sums up how I allow my self-esteem and worth to be wrapped up in belonging and how I used to overexert myself seeking validation. Y'all know I'm a recovering extrovert. Yep, I am she. And if you're confused by the adjective recovering, just hang on a bit. I'm pretty sure that we all have at least one life of the party friend. You know, the one who gets in where she fits in and sometimes where she does not. That was me. It was me. I was her. That life of the party friend. Honey, sociable was an understatement when it came down to me. I was the seed that brought the life. That was until I realized sneaky little weeds were literally choking out the seed of me. Honey, I left a lot of parties, a lot of spaces, withered, parched, and barely breathing. Listen to space to fit. Have you ever tried to fit into a space that didn't seem to stretch, give, or bend to accommodate you? It's like that pair of designer jeans that you bought haphazardly. You didn't feel like trying them on. Your time was limited. And besides, finally, the day had come that you were financially fit to make such a purchase. You could afford them. Purchase accomplished. Cha-ching! Because you are so stoked about wearing these jeans to the next gathering, you hurry home, you get in your humble palace, you pull out your floor-length mirror, and you jump, bend, sway side to side, wiggling, making every effort to pull up your new couture threads. Huh? They don't move. You don't fit. Puzzlement, bewilderment. Why? What's wrong? They are your size. <laughs> now taking them back would be, you know, it'd be embarrassing. So you stow them in your closet, always keeping the denim trophies in view. In your heart of hearts, you know that you know one day you're gonna fit. You try them on periodically. Some days you're almost able to fasten them, and your hope is renewed. But then there are days when they don't seem to stretch. 
With every fitting, you are careful because uh, too much force might damage the brand and technically this pair of trousers has no give. You never give up, but you wonder if you should take a break. One day, it hits you and you realize your fault in the purchase. You conclude that at this time, there's just not enough space for you to fit. (laughs) Honey, I was flawed. I was flawed. I did everything I could to force my way into spaces that were not curated or created for me. I mean, I forced with passion. (laughs) You'd think I was Jennifer Holliday or Hudson. Belting the famous dream girls line, you're gonna love Y'all know the rest of it. You gonna love me. You gonna love me. <laughs> it took some time for me to realize that it was okay to not fit in all spaces, even though I was credentialed to be in them. It took an even longer time to learn to protect the seed that is, that was me. Why did I keep going into these fitting rooms and why was I staying so long? Because I so desperately wanted to be seen for who I was. And in so many instances, I wanted to say that I had gone from being a fan to a buyer. I wanted to be an official member of the relevant trendsetters. Sisters, I paid with my peace and honey, there were no refunds. I almost went bankrupt. Can you say expensive mistake? (laughs) What I learned. The wrong spaces. Yeah, the wrong spaces will accept your gifts, but they will deny you. Folk don't mind taking your money. And child, they'll take your ideas, put them in glass cases, and invite you to the party to see them. You may ask, Dr. New, what do you do? Now, I told y'all that I was recovering. That means I'm still working. However, I do have a few ideas about what you can do based on what I did do. First, you got to recognize your fault in the purchase. Count up the cost and soul search. Nothing. And I do mean nothing is worth you exhausting yourself to the point of a wounded you. Again, nothing is worth you exhausting yourself to the point of a wounded you. And honey, pull back when you realize that the spirit of mutuality is not valued. One day I woke up and I realized that my true tribe and space were always there, and that my place with them had long been solidified. And I moved from force-fitting to simply saying no. She turned the no on, the available sign off. She closed the shop. They said she should learn to support, but they forgot that she had, that she did, that she tried to buy them their love, their acceptance. She realized that she paid too much for their condescension and you shoes, so much so that she stopped. She did it so she could heal 
and ultimately find a place in her heart to forgive them, herself. Hello. You're welcome. No. <laughs> There'll be seasons in your life that you will be tempted to make a lofty purchase that may cost you your peace. Don't do it, Miss Seeley. Don't do it. Baby, the majority of folk ain't wearing that brand anyway. And when you cross paths with folk who won't accept you as you, stop. Look the other way. And you'll see that there are hundreds more who do. Baby, exhale. Exhale. <laughs> I hope you're breathing better. And I thank you for spending some time with me on my 45th birthday. I'm so glad that you came. And I want you to know that you're always welcome at the gathering. If you'd like to share a topic or comment about today's podcast, send me a little howdy at thegathering555 at gmail.com. Again, thegathering555 at gmail.com. See you soon. Same time, same day next week.